Guys, something bad has happened. So we talked about it last week, but uh, our creamer is gone, at least from Whole Foods. It's officially um, discontinued. I just like, did they know? Do they listen? Were they like, haha, Wildwood, yo, what's up? You want to fuck over a coffee with Rachel? We're going to do it too. I don't know. I don't know. They they have like a million flavored vanilla, hazelnut, I don't want ones. flavored coffee every day. I just want a creamer that mimics half and half in flavor and texture. Texture is the most important. Yeah, honestly, texture is the most important thing. I don't want watery fucking coffee. Yeah. This is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. And I am watery. Yes. <laughs> so we're actually going to do something at the beginning of this episode that is taking a twist. Yeah. So Chris, upon realizing what was up with the fucking creamer being discontinued, he was at Whole Foods on his way home from work today, and he picked up three creamers that we have not tried, and we are going to try them here right now, live on the show, to see if any of them can replace our beloved silk soy creamer, plain boy. So here they are. They are all going to be dairy-free. These are the contenders. <laughs> <laughs> They're all unsweetened also because I don't want sugar in my coffee. Yeah, I want to read the sugar, though, as I see them. Some of them might have. Well, this one says no sugar added. Does that mean, like, no all sugar? All of these have no sugar. Yes. Okay. Cool. So I'm good with that. So the first one we have here, and we poured them out right now in the mugs, in three different mugs. And we have coffee already in them, so we're going to taste them right here. Yes. So this is the Califia Farms Dairy-Free Better Half Unsweetened. and says it's coconut cream and almond milk. Because we used to use, like, literally straight up coconut milk in From, our coffee. In a can, yeah. But it does separate. Yeah. So, so this is the one that I have the most faith in because it's coconut cream. I'll say it smells very pleasant. Okay. It has I, like a sweet smell, which is kind of shocking because it has no sugar in it, but... I, the, I, this is my top contender, so let's hope that it's good. Let me give it a try. Okay. I want to try it with like adding a little bit more because I, the ratios also when you're trying a creamer for the first time, it's like kind of hard to get what you're trying to do. It's Flavor, little, it's good. It's a little watery. It's a little watery. It's almost making it a little bit bitter, but I think it's not like the most watery is like fucking straight up almond milk, you know? Yes. But I just added like a drop more. This, this is this is truly this the is content you all signed up for. Can you give it another try? I'll say I could probably get used to it, but it's not my favorite. Don't you think? You, yeah, you could get used to it, maybe. but you wouldn't. It's not like your favorite. Yeah, I'm not above ordering online, <laughs> like from. It's just somewhere. such a I, bitch. I know it's so annoying. This is 15 calories for at two the, tablespoons, at the and the rate only, that we go through creamer is not ideal. Yeah, and one and a half grams of fat for that. I mean, I don't. I honestly, at this point, I literally don't care. It's not like that much, and it's I like, know. Um, um. So that was the Califia Farms one. So this is Nut Pods. So someone sent us Nut Pods a while ago when I think it was like when Wildwood first. Yeah, when we were left. first having our crisis. Yeah, <laughs> and they sent us the pumpkin spice one, which I didn't like, but I'm not gonna lie, I don't normally love pumpkin spice creamers for whatever reason. They always are like just really heavy on like cinnamon and that's about it. Usually like I only really like 
Starbucks's pumpkin spice most of the times. That's because it's a thick syrup. Because it's a thick syrup, and other times it's just like adding the spices to the coffee, and I'm not really here for that. So this one, I will say, a lot of people really like nut pods. From that one alone, and just pouring this one out, it's so fucking watery. I know I'm not gonna like this, but I'm gonna give her the, the old, old try. try. This is also an almond and coconut, so that seems to be a vibe. It's also unsweetened 10 calories for a tablespoon, so is it more? Because that one's one and a half tablespoons, or two tablespoons? Uh, it's more. Yeah. More. So Whatever. Okay. It's like... I literally, once bit. again, do not care. Um, here we go. Bottoms up. Mm. <laughs> There's already shit floating in it. Oh. Like, it's already kind of, like, low-key. You see that? Okay, like, separating a bit. Am I wrong? It's doing things. It's yeah. definitely separating a little bit. Yeah. But that's okay. That's what the coconut milk did. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm sorry to everybody so sorry, that nut loves pods. nut pods, but you're not it, chief. I. Did we shake this well? This one you need to shake. Yeah, I shook him. Okay. Um... I hope that was pleasant. And then this very last one. So this, I'm not going to lie. So as someone who eats a lot of vegan food, So Delicious is a good brand. Their cheese is pretty damn good. Their ice cream's good. Yeah. Their yogurt is good. Yeah. It's very sweet. Yes. This is uh, organic coconut milk creamer original, with now with zero sugar. Ooh. Um, but it did look a little watery. But I don't. Right know. off the bat, it smells like coconut. I don't mind that though, yeah, but no, I know I'm, some people fucking hate coconut. Honestly, so. it's really drawing me into this. I know. I like, especially with coffee. Coconut and coffee is just like a nice vibe. How do you feel? This one's the most caloric out of all of them. Just letting you know. <laughs> I'd say that texture-wise, I think that's honestly the best. But it's just like you're having coconut every day. You don't taste coffee. It's coconut. Oh, wow. But it's tasty. It is tasty. Shit, but I, I like that. I know I will get sick of that eventually. You don't think you would get used to it? Because I want to taste coffee, not just coconut. Yeah, it definitely tastes like fucking coconut, which is... I was expecting it to just... I don't know. I Sometimes I feel like people are being like... Ugh. Like when they're like, oh my god, I added coconut oil to this thing and it tastes like coconut now. I feel like people are overreacting. Yeah. But this definitely fucking does. This tastes like coconut cream. Well, I'd say that's my top out of all of them. Ooh, that's yummy. But I'm not sold on any of them. None of them can run. What if I add place. more coffee to it? Because honestly, we don't have like a lot of coffee in these cups. We didn't do like only a little bit of coffee or something, but I don't know. I just. We didn't also. How fill much up. coffee can I go? Mm hmm. Okay, try that. I like that. That's the contender. How do you feel? It's better, but I'm still not 100% sold. What did you like? Did you, did you like the Califia? Mm, no, I would pick the So Delicious one as my top, but I'm still going to hunt for other things. All right, we will check back in after we try other things yeah but i'm i'm gonna fucking literally sit here and drink this one because i like it i'm going to go pour myself a cup with we still have a little bit of our regular one left all right i got my cup ready i got my oh i'm gonna savor these last few drops rachel filled up her cup with this uh i really so like delicious. it goodness in every sip they're not fucking would wrong. you say would you say it's so delicious 
I'd say it's pretty yum. Oh, wow. Is that the off-brand? <laughs> the yum. <laughs> so delicious. Pretty yum. Uh, so now that we're all settled in with our cups of coffee. Cups of coffee. It's getting nice and cloudy here in Seattle because it's going to rain. Oh, wait. Before we get into the episode, can I please tell y'all <laughs> my fucking story about my bug moment that Honestly, I had today? Honestly, Rachel, she had a moment. So I was on the phone with my friend Tess and I was like on the couch and you know when you feel like a tickle on your body? I'm so sorry to everybody already because you're all going to get phantom feelings now. Yeah, I will say, trigger warning, this (laughs) is going to make you itch. That's all I have to say. I'm already itchy. I've been itchy not on and off all day now. <laughs> so you know when you feel like a tingle on your body or a tickle or something, and then you go to touch it and you like your brain, you're worried like you are going to feel a bug there. But like 99% of the time, there's nothing there. Yeah. Why does my body have to do that to me? Who knows? But, I don't know. Uh, yes. Today, my friends. Was the 1%? (laughs) There was a bug. So I like touch my neck and I feel her and I I shriek, feel so bad for Tess. Her eardrums are fucking gone because we're both wearing (laughs) headphones. And I like shriek and I like flick and I see it on my hand and then I like very violently flick it around. And then I like get up and start like pacing and I'm like, oh my God, fucking beetle. It was a beetle? I guess. Kind of something like a beetle. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Had a shell. That's all I have to say. (laughs) And so I'm like freaking out, like twitching, like just losing my shit. And then I get up to go get like a paper towel to kill her because I unfortunately am not one of those people that preserves the shit. I don't have the strength and maybe that makes me a bad person but you know what i don't care (laughs) and i get up to go get a paper towel and in that moment i lock eyes with the biggest spider i have ever seen in this apartment in my life maybe that's not been an image (laughs) yeah um you saw it too yeah so uh so that that was was the plot twist there was a beetle that was trying to get into my dress and then also there was a giant fucking spider on the wall like behind our air purifier that beetle should have taken you out on a date at least first i'm thinking that that beetle was the spider's food oh maybe and then yeah tess was like don't kill the spider i'll probably eat the beetle and i was like tess i don't need your fucking shit right now (laughs) and i'm like losing my mind that's when i text chris and i'm like bugs beetles spiders in the house come back and he literally left work like you were in the i don't know what you were doing but you had the ability to like run back here and he fucking he ended up killing both but before he even got back i had already like lost sight of miss beetle because i flicked her into the void yeah and then squeezy bless his heart i know we said this before that like ever since that one time he killed a stink bug and it made his mouth go numb he just points out bugs but he doesn't kill them and so he was just staring violently at the carpet. Yeah. And I was like, okay, clearly the bug is there. And we have white carpet, like a it's a rug. And we have like, it's white with a black design. And so it was really hard to see, but then the beetle like went into the white part. And I was like, there she fucking is. <laughs> and so then I like 
was just standing there waiting and then chris comes in you got into the apartment during a frenzied moment when squeezy decided he was gonna like make a move uh-huh. and i don't know if you noticed i was carrying like a paintbrush yeah. i was trying to like flick the paintbrush like in his face to get him away from the bug but because yeah, i didn't yeah, want to yeah. get close to the beetle and i also didn't want to get close to the spider <laughs> and it was a lot it was a lot of frenzy and he got rid of both of them but please validate how big that fucking spider it was a was. very big spider it was definitely the biggest we've ever seen in this place um oh my god i imagine squeezy's brain and his eyes to be like the a targeting system like you see in star wars when they're killing the death star and they're like locking on to an object you yeah know? that's squeezy like a little eyes. red square pops yeah. up and it's like beep 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 beep, beep. yeah <laughs> and that's that when, when he sees a bug <laughs> and that's also he has, you know, he's got different lenses so he can see the ghosts and everything. The aliens, the paper. Honestly, his eyes, you know, that's the greatest technology that's ever been created. He's the true Snapchat lens that we actually needed. Lyle is going through my paperwork right now. I don't know what she's She's about doing. to cause a ruckus, I can just tell. But that was my fucking afternoon. I just had to tell that story because it haunts me. Yeah. And I had a lot of trouble being in that room. At peace after that. Yeah, yeah. I just felt really invaded. But um, now that we have our coffee here, we're all poured. Lila's going to scream now. It's time to kick back with a lot of questions. We got a lot of questions this week, so we're just going to... We're making know. this like a Q&A with the Bonches moment yes. episode. As you nice violently sip. Nice sippy. So sorry that I can't stop saying violently. <laughs> um, that's your word of the week. And we're going to start off with patreon.com slash coffeeyourcrachel. It's usually after the break, but, you know, we're doing it now. Because you guys get priority with questions. Uh, So the first question is from Avery, who said, Which mugs from your collection are you and the chunks? Ooh. (laughs) I mean, I guess they could literally be our Coffee with Rachel mug because they're literally on it. Yeah. But if we're going fun. If we're going fun, Lila is... Probably would, you have a mug that's got like a cat like on the handle like oh yeah yeah or yeah. That, no it's a hedgehog oh that's a hedgehog you have a cat shaped mug where it's got like ears on yes. it you know I was gonna say that she's you remember my old Hedwig mug that I can't yes. find yeah because she's shaped like Hedwig that's in the it's in the thing behind you uh, okay it's just it's not a good mug for coffee because it's really like unstable and it's also very thin yeah it's a small so. mug. Um, and then Squeezy is the one of space that Ashley got you. Yeah. So naturally, he's at work with me. Yeah. <laughs> and then if I were one, I'm the one that's like bird freak or beak freak, I think it says on it. And it's yeah. just a bunch of birds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine, I'm either like my Ravenclaw mug. Yeah. Um, You're one of like five Ravenclaw yeah, mugs that you I'll, have. I'll be my classic Ravenclaw mug. The classic one. Classic. Great question. I was also going to say, what's your favorite mug in our collection? If you have one, one that's like because of the vessel itself, you know, like the yeah. shape and the feel of her, like but actually, also yeah, like the design aesthetic. Because like the design, I would say my favorite one is ooh, I don't know, maybe that one that I have that's like round and then it has like a like a speckle to it, and then it has like cat on the inside that you see when you finish your coffee. I think I know what you're talking about. And then in terms of like holding the mug, I really like the the pink one that has like the square handle. 
I just feel like that's a nice mug to hold. Okay, yeah. Um, I'd say aesthetically my favorite is the one from Powell's. Um, oh, the diner looking mug? Yeah, the small one. Not the big one. I like the big one too, but the small the one. The smaller one? Yeah, it's just like a classic diner mug and yeah. Oh, you know what? I changed my answer for my favorite mug. It's the one that's of the like Olympic National Park. And oh, it's okay. got like that yeah. engraved shit the on it. The one that's like half green, half white? Yes. Okay. And that one's yeah. also my favorite to hold too. Yeah. To have and to hold. Till death do us part. Please don't break. I love um, you. And yeah, then my favorite that's like actually to drink from. I honestly really like those ones we got from World Market that are like blue and white. The oh small, yeah yeah, yeah. The, and they have a gold rim the reason why i like them is i i find that like an oversized mug is just too much because yeah i've tended to go for smaller mugs these days smaller mugs keep your coffee hot and you drink it faster and i like those much more than a big mug because a big yeah. mug it's like it's heavy to lift and then it just fucking goes and then exactly. it gets really cold and that's just all it's i have not to say what i'm looking for it's truly not <laughs> I used to be like, I want like those like fishbowl mugs, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was now, just like, Haha, yeah, coffee. Woo. Most of those I would turn into like planters. Yes. Because absolutely. they're just like not practical to drink out of anymore. Uh, Avery also asked, can we have another iconic Vines binge time before the show ends? Oh. And yes. That's a great idea. We can idea. add that to the list. We of... should also do some TikToks in there too, because there's been some iconic oh TikToks. My God. I don't know if I know enough TikToks to do that. I know like five, but they're good. <laughs> yeah. It's really just that one of the cat, like, yeah. to the Sandman. And that one of the girl that's like, mm, do I hate it? Mm. No. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that one. Um, Bibu McGee asked, uh, what Rugrats character would we in the chunks be? Um, Lila's Angelica. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was my first thought, Lila's Angelica. So easy. Yeah. Um, Squeezy is Dr. Chucky? Lipschitz. Oh. Oh. No, I'm Chucky. I'm so fucking sensitive. Oh, Are you fucking kidding me? I was going to say he's scared like, of things, too. I'm, I'm 100% okay. Chucky. Okay. He can be a little Chucky, but he's definitely Dr. Lipschitz. You're the one that would eat a watermelon seed and be worried about it. Exactly. Yeah. And then I feel like you are Angelica's mom. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to just do it to you, but you I really just fucking add you. <laughs> that was honestly very easy. Um, <laughs> I would love to watch Rugrats. I would love to see it. Bebo <laughs> uh, also asked, uh, what were some embarrassing moments you had as a kid that still make you cringe to this day? Oh. When I was a kid, I wet my pants and told my parents that the floor was crying. <laughs> and, that, and that was why there was water everywhere. That's such Honestly, a good... what a move. I love that. Okay. Anytime I've been caught masturbating, <laughs> that's the first one that I think of. Because, like, you know it fucking happened. Yeah. Ugh. And then also, like when they would come in and they'd see my barbie scissoring and they'd be mm. like what's going on here and i'm like and my ken is in the corner without his head <laughs> <laughs> um but honestly i look back and that was pretty badass I embarrassing moments jesus remember that like i don't remember what grade it was in but it was in class and the teacher was asking about like how we get electricity and i was i don't know why i was such a dumbass but i just said well it's just from lightning like, <laughs> and everybody in the class was like what the fuck like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
and that's that. when I knew I wanted to study weather. No, <laughs> I mean clearly you needed to figure out I how that shit out. worked. I just thought weather was the center of everything. Um, I mean, for me, it was anytime I got in trouble at school because I was so ashamed. Because yeah. like you know when like you're that kid that doesn't talk in class and then somebody else starts talking to you and that's when the teacher notices and the whole time yeah. they're talking to you you're like please stop talking to me i know we're gonna get in trouble and then yeah. they talk to you and they're like rachel and you're like oh my god so that was always like the worst thing to experience for me but i'm trying to think of like anything that truly stands out that i haven't already told before on this podcast oh man because like i feel like i was also kind of a ballsy kid where when i was young i was ignorant enough that like I was a weird, I was a weird fucking kid Mm -hmm. and I just was into how weird I was. And it was a, it took a while for me to start getting that like shame factor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe longer than more kids. Uh. I don't know. (laughs) But like, I was that kid that was just like, I'm bursting out into song right now in the middle of the day. And I'm telling everybody that I have an invisible cat that follows me around Mm. and I was okay with it. Um, I don't think I was embarrassed in the moment, but I definitely cringe looking back now that I used, um, napoleon dynamite quotes in my speech for uh running for class or school vice president that's Um, fucked up because it was still high school (laughs) yeah i was a senior or no i was a junior because i was going into senior year and i wanted to be vice president yeah i would say definitely i know i've told that story but the time that i went into swimming and i left my underwear on underneath my bathing suit that was very embarrassing I know I definitely, like, wet myself at some point, you know? Like, I'm sure that happened. Oh, I definitely I mean, I definitely peed in that VidCon elevator. <laughs> I'll never know what happened that day. It just uh, came out. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, sorry about an extended stay. <laughs> I know. They were probably like, what dog fucking let loose? <laughs> it was me. I'm the Rip. dog. I'm bitches. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, I mean, okay. I have one that, like, I will come back to. Anytime I see, like, frosting or, um, like, you know, the conversation hearts that you get on Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day. So this was in uh, maybe, like, seventh grade, like, middle school, definitely. And I was, we got, like, cupcakes for Valentine's Day. And it was, like, the party that you had in your classroom before, like, the weekend. And then, you know, yeah, whatever. So I was eating a cupcake. And my crush was, like, looking at me. And so <laughs> this is, so, honestly, I, I can't believe I'm telling this because I cringe even thinking about this. Um, I, like, put... Like, I took, like, the icing on my finger and, like, put it in my mouth. And I thought I was being, like, swassy. And he looked at me and he was like, what, are you trying to practice kissing on your finger? And I literally jumped out of my body and never talked to him again. So, And so I think about that sometimes when I see conversation hearts because it was, like, maybe, no, I wasn't licking it off my finger. I was licking the icing off the conversation heart that was, like, stuck to the top of it. (laughs) Okay, that's a whole different picture. (laughs) Well... I don't know. I'm in seventh grade and I don't know what's going on. I'm very sorry. Also, like loss. any date that I went on in my youth, <laughs> I'm embarrassed of because yeah. it was just the time that I went to take a guy that I had a crush on for like the longest time. And then we like had hooked up and then we were going to go like finally go on a date. And then we go to see Shutter Island and I don't have my license because I'm 
not driving and I'm 17 and I'm like, it's R-rated. I, I legally am allowed to be here. Yeah, and they yeah. carded me and I've never been carded at this movie theater before. And it was when I was on a fucking date. So we literally just like hung out in the Target like concession where I worked area I where the Pizza Hut slash Starbucks was. And then like my coworkers were like, oh, are you on a fucking date? That... What if we kiss? What if we kiss? That's <laughs> a pizza hut. <laughs> I want to actually die. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sure I have more, but I just... Maybe I've blocked them out. We all know that my memory is not fantastic. I know I was very embarrassed about a lot of things. I was just so shy. Or a ton was shy. That, like, I just, like crawled into my skin every time i fucking did anything really i just i have a lot of like things where i'm like oh my god that was just so cringy yeah you know what i mean it's not even like it was an embarrassing moment it was just like damn we really are all so cringy yeah we probably still are (laughs) okay the next question we have is do you think the podcast ending will affect your mental health in terms of having a schedule i feel like this question is asking if it'll affect it in like a bad way because we're losing a piece of our schedule I if that makes sense think so uh I I don't think so I think we we don't record on like a specific day of the week it's just turned into whenever we do have the time yeah which has been like stressful because it's like some weeks we're like dude when are we fitting this fucking in because we are like doing a bunch of shit and we're like right now we're actually pre-recording because I have uh, I have like my entire team visiting next week and he's I, just not going to fucking be here. Yeah, I'm just not going to be here. Yeah. So like sometimes I feel like it's more stressful to try and like plan around it. And then like, I also sometimes like feel guilty when I'm like, are we boring <laughs> or are we like, we didn't do a lot this week and we have like nothing to talk about. So, you know what I mean? Like sometimes I just feel like we're not bringing you the content that like, I wish I was able to, because I'm like, we were you know, just working all week or something like that. So I feel like if anything, it's just going to be able to give us a little bit more of like a relaxingness to our to, week. Yeah, just to be completely honest, like a lot of the reason why we're ending is because like we were both getting really busy and it's getting harder and harder to find the time to, you know, have this be a part of the week. And I don't think it's going to really like impact either of us like on a weekly mental health kind of schedule. Yeah. If anything, I guess we're going to lose a little bit of like the being able to vent to, you know, like you, you vent to your friends and then like, it's nice to sometimes just like vent to an open forum also, Yeah, you know? (laughs) And so we are kind of like losing that, but also I don't know. I don't know how I'll feel. Uh, I guess I'll let you know, but we'll see how it turns out in terms of the schedule stuff. I don't think it's going to be like that bad. Any plans for a third cat in the near future? Not in the near future. Yeah. Not in the near future. Like I feel like I said it before, but they squeezing Lila, they've got a vibe. They've got a, they've got a thing between them and they work so well together. And we don't like one, we can't have more than two cats in this apartment. So that's a thing, but also we don't really want to mess with like their little dynamic duo. They got going on. Yeah. So not until like, things are happening. If that makes sense. I'm not literally not saying it. is the P.O. box closing? I want to send some stuff. Um, first of all, no one has to send anything. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Um, but I, we are leaving the P.O. box open because I use that for my store. 
so that's like my return address because obviously i'm not trying to dox myself so the p.o box would be open regardless so yeah that's a thing that's happening still what has been your favorite thing in the last four years to come out of creating cwc oh my god the friendships we've made yeah literally yes yeah 100 hands down yeah and i would say like the relationships we've made because like there's been just like our friends that we now have irl or there's also friends that like we are have, online are still online yeah and for me it was refreshing i would say my favorite part of all of it has been like in terms of it being like a job it's been the most free job that i've had um, in terms of like my liberation of what I can talk about and what I will still get paid to talk about. Because with YouTube, I was constantly battling this like bullshit with, you know, the platform being like, hey, you know, obviously they have like their own terms and conditions that are like so fucking vague. I mean, it's still it's still bad. Like, yeah, I know they're constantly changing them and it's not any better. And so there was like obviously the adpocalypse that had hit and it was like that was the first time it was like, hey, if you talk about literally like most things that are not just like hey here's a makeup product i like yeah here's the toy i'm unboxing (laughs) then you're gonna get hit with some bullshit and even before that i had pressure from people that i worked with you know networks and management where they were like you need to be cleaner you need to be you need to achieve more success with a younger audience you know that do you remember that like era that i feel like people have left now but like there was a time where if you weren't catering your content to like literally 13 year olds, you weren't going to be successful. Yeah. And now that obviously there's still like fucking 13 year olds on YouTube. I feel like they're not gone. That audience is being catered to honestly through TikTok. Yeah. But they still have a YouTube presence, but it's like now it's like, it's more important to get that like late high school, college age group, which like is definitely more easy to relate to but even when you're like you know us where we're like 27 now it's harder yeah. to relate to but we're so old <laughs> it just it was like you couldn't talk about anything and then i remember like when i made the switch to talk about like mental health and sexuality and like even fucking like menstrual shit people were like oh my god this is like unheard of like you shouldn't be doing this you're never gonna like get any brand deals you're never gonna get advertising like all this stuff And then that's why we started the podcast, too, because it was like we wanted something to do. And we also were like, you know, we can talk about whatever we want. And we didn't even know we were going to get ads. But we've had absolutely no issue. Never once has there been like an advertiser that's ever stopped advertising with us because of language or content in general. Language is just like a little bit. Now, if you're on YouTube, you have to bleep. Before it was like you didn't have to. And like. I'm not going to like change the way that I completely speak for a platform like that. So I would have had to like go through and take the extra work to like bleep if I were still making yeah, YouTube yeah, videos yeah. now, which it would just be a nightmare. But I just think it's been like uh, what's come out of it is that like this podcast has been the most honest and cl- true to like talking to us in person as you're going to get from any of our online content. Like Instagram is the fucking fakest. It's not to say that I'm here like warping my images. I don't edit them besides putting like filters on like the color and stuff, you know, but it's like, you know, Instagram's like, here's the most beautiful thing I ate. 
Here's the most beautiful place I've been. Here's when I look the fucking best. Okay. And then Twitter's like, here's some dumb shit that I'm thinking, but then I'm also here's, here's a meme. Here's a meme. Here's some art that I like from somebody else that here's I'm sharing. A political cause. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of like scratching the surface of like who I am. And then this podcast is like, here's deep. fucking the T. Yeah. And I don't know. I personally never felt like I could be that open on YouTube. And maybe that's my problem, to be honest. I mean, I'm sure like there you, are people that can. do. It's just that you won't get people advertising. Or but anything. I would say the content on here has been my most honest. And I've appreciated that because it's let me be like the most uncensored version of myself. And like, I appreciate that as someone who wants to live that way anyway. Yeah. So that's what I, I would mean. say like, Besides, like, the friends, because that's obviously, you know, the number one thing we've gotten out of The most, like, life-changing part of it, yeah. most life-changing thing. I also, like, over the course of the podcast, it's definitely changed me, like, in, like, my, I mean, you all, like, not all of you, but, like, a lot of you know, like, who I was, like, at the beginning of, like, Rachel's YouTube and everything, and just, like, that person that just, like, couldn't fucking talk, like, all these different things, and the podcast is really... The place that has helped me just be the place where I can actually, like, express. It's helped me be able to, like, express thoughts and feelings and actually talk, like, in person to people, like. Because this is how he is, like, normally. And so I remember on YouTube, you got very, like, camera shy, which, like, honestly, not everybody is built with the like i've being got able the to, face for radio <laughs> i want to die um, <laughs> but like not everybody has the like uh confidence or like i don't know weird i don't know what it is but like to the chutzpah, the chutzpah <laughs> to talk in front of a camera and not it's not weird but because now, you like kind of like me i forget it's there so now i'm just talking I to think, it like it's a friend now i think that i could be better at that if i were to do that yeah because i've just been able to learn how to like fucking talk see honestly. now i feel like it's been so long that i feel like i would be weird like sometimes when i take video of myself for like instagram stories i feel weird now yeah because it's been like so long and mm-hmm. so i'm like this feels weird, <laughs> weird. but like i don't know it's not like i can't do it and i'm sure it doesn't come across like a ton but i could imagine like if i ever uploaded a video it'd be like huh yeah <laughs> can i I don't know. Yeah, it would just be a little weird. So I don't know, but that's that's that's, that's, that's how that's the podcast has changed me. Was that even the question? Yes, Probably it not. was. <laughs> okay, we're gonna take a quick break right now, and then we will come back with a quiz and then more questions. Today's episode of Coffee with Rachel is sponsored by ShopRWD.com. Virgo season, y'all. You overthinking twats. Just kidding. I fucking love Virgos. Um, the Virgo season design actually has officially launched by the time that you are listening to this godforsaken podcast. So go to ShopRWD.com to shop that as well as all my other shit. And if you want to support my art, you can go to Patreon.com slash ShopRWD. All right, so because we just talked about YouTube a little bit, I have this quiz on BuzzFeed that I thought would be interesting. Um, This is pretend to be a YouTuber for the day and we'll reveal what career is perfect for you. I love still, no matter how old I get and how satisfied in a career I get, I love taking those fucking like career 
aptitude. I'm going to be like fucking 80. I'm going to be like, ooh, tell me what career I Did you ever have. do that in school? You know how like every like American television show makes that like I don't thing? think I've done like a true like aptitude, but this is what you should be. Also, test. did you ever have like career day where like families came in and talked about their fucking careers? I don't remember ever doing that either. No, I think all that's fake. It's all fake. If that happened at your school, let us know. Sound off. Yeah. Just sound off, but... Uh, first question is, what kind of videos will you have on your channel? Vlogs, DIYs, unboxing, baking tutorials, house cleaning, or makeup tutorials? In... I'm going to take this as, like, what I would do now yes. and not what I've done. Yes. I would do DIYs because that would encompass art. Okay. I would do... Honestly, out of all of these, it's probably going to be unboxing. You know, I was going to say you would so unbox. Yeah. I wish gaming was on there. Uh, what time will you post? After midnight, around noon, really early, around 8 p.m. I don't know, or I won't have a schedule. Uh, see, I'm already stressed. <laughs> I'm um, going to be like around noon because I know I'd be that punctual ass motherfucker. I feel like if I were to do it right again... That was my, one of my problems was that I never fucking had a schedule. Yeah. That was, I used to have like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule and then I like stopped. Yeah. So I would say, depending on my analytics, <laughs> I would say like really early just to like get it done in the beginning of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many times will you post a week? Once, maybe two or three times, about four or five. Um, do I have to? <laughs> Me. Um, I don't know. Depends on the week or as many times as humanly possible. I would say once a week. I feel like more than that sometimes can be too much. Maybe I'm, twice a week. I'm picking once. Uh, will you show your face? Of course, blogging gets really detailed. No, too personal. A couple of times. No. Sure. Of course, I'm the main draw. Okay, true. Um, I'm <laughs> going to put sure question mark because if it is a lot of DIY stuff, then it would be a lot of my hands doing shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And then um, finally, will whoa, you... whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't answer oh, I'm yet. I'm so sorry. Excuse me, <laughs> rushing it along. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm gonna go no too personal. I'll just like be like, you know, my hands and it's like a table and I'm unboxing oh, whatever's there. Those really like quiet ones where you take like the plastic wrap on an <laughs> iPhone. Like, ASMR unboxing. That's definitely a thing that exists. Oh, 100%. Um, and then finally, will you be famous? I hope so. The future will tell. Heck yeah. Absolutely not. I don't know or probably not, but I want to be. I'm going to write I don't know. I <laughs> wish there was one that was like, I don't want to be. I'm going to be <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, what'd you get? I got baker. Yum, yum. The best part of your job is eating the leftovers. Interesting. I, got I would do that because it would encompass like, I love cake decorating and it encompasses like the artistic side of me. And then also like, I do like to bake. We got our own Peter Malark in the house. Can you stop? <laughs> no. That is like stop. the fifth time this week he said that. I'll just like say something about bread. And he's like, haha, Peter Malark. I don't know where it came from. Uh, I don't know. You keep saying fucking vicious or whatever the fuck. So Violent. Violent. Vicious. <laughs> whatever. Fishy swa. Uh, I got cashier. Where I will you were going to say cashew. <laughs> I'm a cashew. Where will you be cashier? Trader Joe's, Target? The options are endless. It's so Trader Joe's. Are you fucking kidding me? And Am I going to be that. that asshole that, yo, why the fuck are you buying five bags of broccoli? <laughs> oh my God. That's what it was. I was trying to remember. Yeah, it was a lot of... I forget nah, yeah. what the thing was at Tess bought, but she was like, every time I buy this like cup of... It's like some buzzy it's buzz like, buzz coffee it's like an extreme coffee from trader joe's they always are like haha you're getting fucked up and she's always <laughs> like uh 
no. Oh my god. <laughs> Just really weird. Okay. Anyway, next question. What is the biggest lesson you've learned from CWC? I will miss my weekly routine with you guys. So the biggest lesson that you've learned. I would say imposter syndrome is really shitty is what I've learned because sometimes I have felt that what are we adding to the world with this? And me and Chris have talked about that like many times personally. And then, then I read messages. Honestly, the entire time the show has existed, we've been like, we've just felt like we shouldn't, like, who what are do, we? What do we have to add, like, talking about this? And it's not all the time, because, like, sometimes we'll, like, do an episode and we're like, that was really meaningful, or, like, that was really funny, or whatever, but it's, like, sometimes that, like, insecurity, like, has crept in, yeah. and we've been like, uh, are we fucking dumb? Is this really embarrassing? Like, is anyone even like this? And then we get the messages, and then especially in this past, like, week or two, it's just been insane. Oh, yeah. So absolutely. that's what I've learned is that you would be surprised at how you can touch somebody, even if it's like not even the episodes where we're talking about stuff that's like, you know, really difficult or sensitive mm-hmm. or whatever. But like even just like being there for someone in the background, kind of like a like a comfort thing yeah. can just be enough. I've learned that we are like most of our listeners are probably around our age or a little bit younger or something like most people are of the millennial generation and i'd say that i've learned that we are really all going through the same like a lot of the same like learnings you know through life and struggling with a lot of the same like school and work and mental health and all those things and like we're all trying to figure it all out together and i hate that like you see from like people of different like older generations they're always like oh my god like millennials are just so fucking whiny they're complaining about everything they're you know really sad and depressed and it's like i think honestly that mostly comes from a lot of the impending doom of the planet that's first of all but all and like just seeing history repeat itself you learn all about history and then just seeing it be repeated and repeated and repeated like that's obviously not very like uplifting to see but then it's also like i feel like millennials are one of the first like generations where the majority of them are really like interested in the like self-improvement and the like looking inward and the self-awareness that it takes to like be aware of like your mental health faults you know what i mean like we're very we're like the most like retrospective of like ourselves and like thinking about life and our emotions and not just like trying to hide all of our ignore ignore everything to succeed in life and that's obviously not to say that there aren't people that are older than us that have done that work of course there's people older older generations have paved the way for that but like but i would say i've never seen such a like mass majority of an age group being like that um and i don't know we're all closer because of it yeah yes and social media has also been a part of that, Definitely too, helped. because, yeah. you know, you might have felt really isolated in your experience before social media because you didn't you literally knew no one in your inner circle. I mean, like I say all the time, and this is something that like I've talked about to my therapist and also to like Chris when I'm venting. It's like in my like friend group, I'm the you know only one who is 100 percent estranged from her 
family. Um, and I'm not talking about like my family that I'm starting to get connected with that lives on the East Coast. Your mom and your dad. I'm talking about like my fucking immediate family, right? The people that birthed mama. Um, mama is me in this situation. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But like that hits different. People that don't have that experience, even if it's strained, even if it's like weird or someone died, it's not the same. And it's a really like, it's just, it's a hard experience to deal with alone. And people that don't have that exact experience don't fucking get the magnitude of it and the way that it affects so much, even if you don't want it to, and just the way that it feels so lonely. And so I like talk about that all the time. I'm always like, you know, not that I want, I wish that on other people, but like I wish that I knew someone that was very close to me that also had that relationship. Cause it's like, I know people that are strained, but like they still go home, you know, and they still call it home. It's weird. And so just that, you know, little bit is just like, it's not the fucking same. And then I did this podcast and then we get these messages where it's like, there are so many fucking people out there with that fucking experience that aren't in my circle, but are in my, my online circle. And then that has made me feel so much better about dealing with it and also feel like seen and validated and that is like so important when you're going through something just to feel fucking seen and to feel understood because the like misunderstanding part of all of it just makes you feel miserable in your experience because Mm -hmm. you're just like oh my god like not only like no one gets it you know what i mean and it's like people try to relate to you and i give them all the credit you know people will be like yeah like i get you like i don't talk to my mom more than like 10 times a year and it's like okay yes i know you're i know what you're trying to come from but it's like it's not the fucking same yeah. things so i'll say that like just knowing that they're it must have hearing been, from other people it yeah. just must have been really hard before you had those like internet communities to like really meet people that went through something that you went through and that even if it's like an anonymous thing like you're on like a fucking subreddit like i can't tell you like how helpful that's been to just me and i know it's like not just me obviously i know yeah and that doesn't have to just apply to like being estranged from your family oh my god no it's like a million things so many fucking things yeah do you all have any tips for living in a studio apartment any storage furniture kitchen hacks for small spaces Ooh. i mean we really tried to focus on getting furniture that served multiple purposes like we had our first bed frame was also having drawers in it so yeah like stuff like that in it. Like, anything that has extra storage is like your best yeah. bet that doesn't take up a ton of floor space if you yes, can yes absolutely but in terms of like a small kitchen if like you have a space for like a little kitchen cart that you can use to like chop on if you have like limited counter space or I've also seen people use like they make those cutting boards that like go over your sink Yes. And they like yes. take your sink space away from you to make it like counter space temporarily while you're like, f- you know, doing Those, your meal. Like, I always wanted one when we were in a studio because it yeah. seemed like, oh, yeah, that's a cool idea. Um, yeah. Also, just like avoiding like all of the kitchen gadgets that are like super one use kind of things. Yeah. You know, like. We don't have like a lot of kitchen gadgets. Like, as, I mean, when we were in a studio, we really didn't have any and that wasn't like on purpose, but. You know, like having like a mixer and a, you know, some sort of blending device. Yeah. Instead of having to have like a blender and a food processor and something that just cores cauliflower. Like, I can't tell you how many times I'm looking at like those BuzzFeed lists and it's like, 
all these kitchen things that you need and it's like this is how you just cut avocados only yeah you know yeah, i'm like, like you that. don't fucking need that shit no no we only, like we only just got a lemon juicer and that has it, changed my life yeah that's by changed the way. our life like that's one that i'm like fuck yeah sign me up and also it's like tiny so i don't care <laughs> we really splurged on a, a bagel slicer that was okay that one we literally keep on the counter and that's because we have bagels so often yeah and that has made my life so much better and that's like the one like hey this does literally one thing <laughs> that's really dumb yeah but um just trying to really maximize furniture to have storage so that way you don't have a bunch of stuff that's like crowding the space and making you feel cramped in the studio yeah uh what's a show or movie that people always recommend to you but you refuse to watch Ooh. that you just like know that you won't fucking like or you have a reason for not watching it <sighs> i would adventure s- time i've okay. i have tried i've tried i watched well, this is like refused uh, well, well, like I, I, well, I've tried and I will refuse to watch it from now because you just I, didn't like it. I just didn't like it. I just don't have the interest, so I just haven't watched it. But I'm not like, oh, I refuse. And then also, what's the one Rick and Morty? Because I feel like it's going to be the same kind of thing. Okay. And I just am not. You're just not into animated. Like I can be like into cartoons and stuff, and like I really want to start watching like all these animes that everybody's like recommending as like fucking top tier, but yeah. like just those two, okay, that I am not gonna watch. This is going to hurt people. Mine is The Office. <sighs> I do think I missed yeah. it in its like moment, and I've heard a lot of people that like have come back to it or like watched it for the first time now, and they're like, it's just not. It's the nostalgia that keeps people like drawn in. And also literally because your roommate that we had to hear the fucking theme song with oh, yeah, over and over yeah, and over yeah. again, it just turned me off. And that is so stupid and petty, but like, I just don't have the interest. I feel like it's with- one of those things you're, we're too past and that, style of comedy is probably not as good i will say the like faux documentary variety cast type of a comedy show yeah i don't feel like i personally need to watch more than one to enjoy you know what i mean so like i did parks and rec and i really enjoyed that one and i'm good yeah i don't need another one and I know that one came before the other, so like, whatever. I'm yeah. not saying that like, I maybe it is better. Who fucking knows? But also, I'm not a like comedy television show kind of a person. I like a drama. That's why like, there's very there's like literally three shows that I can think of that fit that category of like comedy, and it's literally Schitt's Creek, Parks and Rec, and uh, The Good Place. And The yeah. Good Place. Like, I liked a lot, but it's also forgettable for me. Like, now I forget it, it's on. Honestly, after, like, the first two seasons, it kind of started to lose me a little bit. But, like... It's ending, though. This yeah, is its, its final ending, season, yeah. so I'm like, whatever. Yeah, and Shit's Creek is ending, too. Yeah, but Shit's Creek, oh, I could just keep going. Because that one's just fucking... I really do fuck with that. Yeah. But I don't need a lot of, like, comedy shows. I like a lot of, like... I don't know. I like my, I like my dramas. And then I'm trying to think of, like, anything else. Maybe a movie... That you're like, I fucking refuse to watch this, but you've never seen it before. Mm. I I don't know if I have 
one of those to be yeah, honest you say that but like i can't really think of i refuse to watch a lot of scary movies just because i'm like it's just not for me i yeah. already have a lot of anxiety i don't want it has to be something that's like so either so iconic or like so unique and it's not just a bunch of like shitty jump scares like it's something like that's supposed to be really good yeah that i'll watch it but um, otherwise i'm like i just don't want a movie that makes me do that <laughs> So this is just wife. like this is honestly me being petty, but I don't give a shit. I'm just literally not gonna watch Fight Club because I've never seen it, and now I just never am going to because of <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's well, there that. you go. She did it. Someone asked how your GERD is coming along. My GERD. <laughs> you know. The GERD left you. The She's GERD gone. was heard, and now it left because I'm feeling great. I mean, it's definitely just one of those things where I had a month where I was really fucking not eating great, and it just really flared up. It's not been that bad since, like, I was, like, in high school. So yeah, that it's better now. Um, All he had to do was just, like, stop eating, like, shit and taking ibuprofen for, like, a few weeks, and then I went away. Yeah. And I also had nice it, but like, yeah. Yeah. And obviously, like, we're still eating a lot better, but like, when we have had like spicy food and stuff, you're like, fine. Yeah. So that's good. Um, do you think that we will be more active on Twitter slash Instagram stories after the podcast ends? They could be asking me this because I'm the one that's active on Instagram stories. But Yeah, me, Instagram stories don't fucking count on it because I can make no promises there. He, <laughs> I don't think Chris will be more active on Instagram <laughs> at uh, all. Yeah, any promise that I do make about it is totally a lie and will probably not be followed through on. <laughs> I will say I don't know. I feel like I'm... I don't think I'm like non-active. So I feel like I'm just going to maintain the level of activity that I have currently. I try to post my Instagram stories at least once a day. Yeah. And I think that's enough. I and think then with Twitter, I try to tweet at least once a day. And then I share some other stuff. I feel like my Twitter activity probably will go up, you know, because I'm just on there more honestly than you are. But yeah, I just I don't think... I don't think it's going to decline, but I also don't think it's going to change. I think it's like, I'm good with my relationship right now with both of those platforms. So I like the way it's at for me. Okay. Next one is an email question. uh, And it says, Hey guys, here's my question. In long-term relationships, do you believe that love is a choice? Have you ever thought seriously about breaking up? If you're comfortable sharing and would you consider couples therapy before breaking up with a long-term partner? My significant other and I have been together for almost eight years, and our start was actually pretty similar to yours. We met freshman year and got together in November. Weird. Whoa, that is weird. (laughs) We have gone through so much together, helped each other through big life changes, mental health issues, family crap, and we even have a dog together, but lately I've been feeling a little unsure. It sucks because we've been together so long and he's my absolute best friend, and I don't want to make the wrong decision. It's rough because I'm not sure how to talk this through with him and it's more of a gut feeling i'm having maybe this isn't right versus anything that's actually gone quote wrong between us in a relationship thank you thanks y'all i also just want to say that it's been so much fun getting to know both of you via this podcast and i'm so glad that youtube's algorithm recommended rachel to me so many years ago wow they did something right (laughs) (laughs) when you started the podcast i just moved to philly on my own and knew no one locally your voices helped me stay calm in the moments of anxiety and loneliness. 
So, okay, juicy. Yeah, um, very juicy. Juicy. Okay, so here's the tea. Um, do we, first of all, think love is choice? I get where you're, co- where you're coming from with this. I think, here's what, here's what my brain immediately thinks. Um, I think it's a choice to, like, choose to love someone for a really long fucking time slash life when things are fucky. Um, Like when there's like shit that's going wrong in the relationship, when you're feeling like, like, oh, I don't know, stagnant because every like it's it's totally um, stupid to think that like there's never going to be a point in a relationship where you don't have those questions of like, okay, we've been dating for a really long time. Is this it? Like, is this good? Should I be, am I settling or am I still really in this? Or like, what am I looking for? And then like some people get caught up in like, oh, I miss sparks. Like, and that like, (laughs) you know, that whole thing where you're like, am I supposed to be feeling something else right now? Like what's going on? They're like my best friend. They're my family now. Like what's the tea? There's all this like anxiety that will come up after a while. And I definitely have been there. Chris has been there with both. Like, I feel like it's completely normal and also like something that people don't talk about because they're like, oh, don't want anyone to think there's anything wrong or anything that we've ever thought about. I think that honestly, like if you've been in a long relationship, that there should be a point where you are questioning, like, do I really want to be here? Like, is this what I really want? Because you should always be reflecting on your situation. It also applies to like everything. Yeah, it applies to everything. There's always like that check-in point where it's like, okay, I've been at this job for a long time. Like, am I good with this? And the same with the relationship. Not that it's like the same thing, but it's also like, you know, at a certain point you might look at it and you're like, am I comfortable or do I really still want this? You know what I mean? And I think the whole choice thing comes into play where it's like, are you choosing that person because you fuck with them they're your family you love them they're your best friend whatever um and you choose to you know maybe like continue in something because it's like that's what you want or are you choosing Choosing it because it's comfy and like the alternative is to really disrupt a lot and you don't want to deal with that but also ignoring that part too because i don't think you should stay in something because it, that's the whole comfort thing. It's like, yeah, that's you could blow up like. your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, what do you want? And I think it's like normal to look at that. Um, and I think choosing to stay with someone through like thick and thin, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, I mean, how much shit we've been through ourselves, but mm-hmm. then also like each other. We, Me and Chris have had problems. Yeah, We've had many things that we've had to work through and not everything is fucking perfect. And the questions have definitely come up like when like that shit has happened. We, you know? I will be completely transparent with you. We almost broke up in 2017. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, 2018. Yes. Wow. <laughs> it was wait, literally right? that. Wait. Uh, okay, it, it feels like it was 2017, but it was the very beginning of 2018, and that's why. Yes. So we almost did because something happened, and we were it was it, it exposed a bunch of like unsaid problems that we had, and yes. like we're the fucking people where it's like we're communicating constantly. But even we had a couple of things that we were like. I think it was more of a like denial thing where we were like, that's not an issue. Yeah. We're fine. That's not a big flex. You're speaking in your Adele from Grey's Anatomy voice. (laughs) Oh, Richard. Um, (laughs) You know, like we had that moment where like we exposed like a live wire and we were like, oh, fuck. This is exposing a huge problem. Like, are we good? And we had to like assess like if it was worth it to work through that 
and continue or like shake things up and we were like oh my god have we just been like going you know it was a whole thing and then we obviously chose to work through it and move past it and like you know i just think like i'm not saying that that was right or wrong who's fucking who knows yeah (laughs) you know i think that like if it's a if it's a question of whether or not like there's there's not really an issue like you said that's going on but it's just like you're not sure you know then this is just my personal opinion that i think it would be worthwhile to not go for couples therapy but to just go to therapy for yourself like to like to think about like just if like again there's not like an issue that you guys need to work on between you two like maybe it's just worthwhile to Go to therapy for yourself and really dive into your feelings about why you're feeling this way. But I will say at that point, we were looking into couples therapy because we were at each other's throats and we were really unhappy. And we... We never ended up going to couples therapy, but like it was something that we were actively looking into. Yeah, I found one. (laughs) Like we were gonna. And it's not to say that we still wouldn't. And maybe we will one day when we're fucking feeling it. But I I was in therapy. Let's just go, you know, nice Friday afternoon. Yeah, right. do it. <laughs> I was I was in therapy at the time and so I was doing like all this fucking work on my end and I felt like I wasn't being met and that was a problem for me. And then in reaction to it at first Chris was like resistant because like when you're confronted with criticism, your most people's reaction is to like defend it. Yeah. Duh. And so you just weren't used to that yet and then like you know a couple months had passed and then you would like really thought about it and you were like yo like i'm gonna fucking do some shit because i am unhappy with myself and that's making this shit unhappy and that's not to say i was a fucking saint sweetie i had my own shit that i was bringing to the table Mm -hmm. and so then he went into therapy and i went into therapy and that helped us and then here we are but we you know that's not to say that we couldn't have used like a together in the same room situation yeah um yeah it's it's such a case-by-case scenario like he's really like you know in your and i feel like also i'm only thinking about last year because that was like a very specific thing that happened yeah yeah. but like i know that there were points and like the you know in the early in the middler years or the earlier years where we were like you know, but that was back when, like, the for me, the reason why I stayed through, like, some of the things was because I was like, this is immature. Like, am I really going to break up with someone over, like, the first fight or, like, the second fight? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I felt like it was worth it to work through it. And I think, and this is not a drag on anyone, and I'm not saying that people s- should stay in bad situations. This is not an unhealthy situation, and that's the difference here. If you're in an unhealthy situation, which is not what I'm gathering from this message, but yeah. in general... Don't, like, listen to this being like, oh, my God, I should stay. No. Um, But I'm just saying, like, sometimes I feel like, and this also applies to friends. The first argument, people just fucking ghost each other and just fucking peace out. And they never talk about stuff. And they never, like, bring it up. And they never try to. Some people will just be like, you're expendable to me. It's not worth working through. And I find that more heartbreaking most of the time and that's happened to a lot of friends with me and then some of it has worked out later which yeah, is good yeah. but like i felt like some of the things that happened like earlier in our relationship could have been like that where it's like are we really gonna just like throw it away just because like we're unhappy in this one second because something happened or someone said something i don't even fucking remember yeah. you know what i mean um, usually those fights are about something that might be big in the moment but then it's like 
not that big a deal later on and it's like did i really throw away this relationship right. just for something that didn't matter in the end but this was more this more recent one was like a this exposed like an actual like yes. larger yeah. problem it wasn't like just a fucking hmm he fucking left didn't that. put his shoes away again yeah <laughs> like know. yeah that's like annoying but like it can it can go Shit. away <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like oh rachel fucking <laughs> Left 16 empty cans of LaCroix on my nightstand again. We got to talk about that later. (laughs) Literally, but I don't know. I hope that helps. That's I hope people don't take that and be like, ooh, tea, spicy. Because, like, it's just very honest. Like, I'm so sick of seeing all this, like, perfection with relationships on the internet. Like, obviously everyone's got shit that's going on we're not on, even perfect man. right now like you know there's always going to be like you're never perfect no like you know there's I always going to be for- things that like that annoys you or like you don't are not particularly liking about like the relationship and know? i feel like sometimes a lot of it is just like having to uh, what's the word that i'm looking for almost like accept that like there are going to be things that you won't agree on or you won't see eye to eye on, like you won't be able to see the other person's perspective on. And I know that's our issue because we feel like, okay, we're like, we're really different from each other. But then at the same point, like all of the big things that we have, like all of our big values, our core beliefs are like the same and that's important. But then there's still some things that happen where, you know, we just don't understand each other because we are still so different. And it's like learning to accept that like, yo, you're not going to find yourself that you're going to fucking date. You know yeah, what I mean? You're yeah, not going to exactly. find a carbon copy of yourself that you're going to Because that would date. be fucking boring. Yeah. Rachel just really can't understand why I don't like olives. You know? True. It's, it's just a point so of contention me. for many years. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it really is. I don't uh, think you've given them enough chance. <laughs> yeah. I will say that right now. I've tried many an olive over many a year, and I've never I liked I think them. we need to do one more chance no, before I'm this podcast ends. Okay. I'm doing it. No. <laughs> See, he's so resistant, guys. Wow. He won't take me seriously. Actually, the last episode is just not we only not only coming with Rachel ending, but just Rachel is ending. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> that's fucked up. And then the very last question I'll answer today is: Do you and Chris have a favorite episode of the podcast? Just you. You'll answer. I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's not attack me uh, after I exposed all of our problems on the internet. I'm gonna say the episode where we uh, Myers Briggs the cats. Is that really your favorite? Because <laughs> that's like we were just like, let's fucking do it. It was like everybody loved that we did it, and I thought it was so funny, and it was fun answering for the chunks. I I'm trying to remember the exact thing that I said, but it was like something about. It's like a, the title of the podcast is something about grapefruit. Whatever that episode of the podcast it is. No, there has to be only one episode of the podcast that has the word grapefruit in the title. Okay, That's I'll the episode see. that sticks out to me. And I couldn't tell you why, but I just know that we were like, maybe I was really stoned in that episode or something. Because I just remember it was like funny. We were just having a great time. If grapefruit juice was an animal? Yes. That episode, for whatever reason, sticks out <laughs> in my mind. Is like I remember having a blast with that one. There's like a few episodes like that that were really fucking silly and stupid that yeah. I enjoyed. Um, also, this is going to sound really like, ugh, but I remember there was an episode that we recorded like it was like after I had talked to like my mother and like she was doing the thing where she was like, okay, we can talk, but like, we're just not going to ever talk about the fact that you're queer ever again, yada, yada, yada. And I like stood up to her and was like, no, no. 
yeah. I'm actually not good with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I like came on the podcast and like kind of like debriefed about that whole thing because it was like the first time I talked to her in forever, and I haven't talked to her since. And you know, I just remember that episode being really like cathartic for me to record. Yeah, no, I get. But that. it's definitely not like a high point. <laughs> <laughs> How about the Date from Hell episode? That seems to be like everybody's favorite. And it's also the episode where we're like, so much shit just happened, guys. Like- I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it was probably the episode where you were like finally not unemployed anymore. Yeah, true. That was, I'm sure that, that was probably. a good one. That was a good one. I remember that we specifically recorded like that was our only point five episode. Like we did a point five we episode. Did a 0.5, yeah. So technically the number that we're on right now, you add one to it because like we did a point five weird because that was i remember we were literally twice a week but we recorded a third one for that week to just specifically talk that's about how that. much little time we had filled up in our weeks <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i forgot that we did two a week for a time but when a lot of the messages that we've gotten yeah um also i wanted to say i t- i'm i'm just remembering this now so it totally has no context to the rest of this show but there's context yeah true (laughs) but we got a few messages from people obviously um that the show was ending you know and like sending in their thoughts and stuff and one of the messages that we got that i had a shout out was just like and i know that there's more of you that exist that have a similar situation but it it still like throttles me and chris um there were people that messaged us that were like you know i found your podcast completely just literally on apple or just, on SoundCloud. Or on SoundCloud or Spotify or whatever it is. That they were just like, I just found it and thought the like album art was cool or, you know, it sounded interesting, whatever. And then that's how they found us and listened to it. And then they didn't know like what we looked like at first. And then they went in and saw like our whole like internet persona mm-hmm. bullshit after that. And so if any of you are listening to this and that was your way of finding the show, I am just shocked. I'm in awe. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, because we knew a lot of our listeners were like people that were following us to this new venture. And it's just kind of sometimes like hard to think about like someone listening to this and this being the only like interpretation of like our personalities. I just want to know like what episode did you enter in on and what about that episode like or was it literally like episode one yeah <laughs> like, that's you know? wild i've had people tell me that they were like hooked from episode one and sometimes i know we haven't listened to it in a really long time and we are going to listen to it soon but <clears throat> i just recall it and maybe my memory is like not great but i recall it being like you know a little, a little hard to get through because yeah. it's like the first yeah. episode like anyone's first whatever yes and so i can't imagine that like hooking people but like I don't you know like, that's something that i cringe about is my how i was on the first episode of the show oh you know what i cringe about for you on your behalf <laughs> your youtube <Wow>. channel <laughs> oh true yeah. i'm really sorry yeah no you bad. did get your it stride a little bit but like oof it was rough that iphone comparison video yeah go off yeah but like i could cringe at literally every rant video i ever made that's actually my most embarrassing moments yeah most of my rant videos. I'll take the Jew on Christmas one because honestly, it had a lot of chutzpah and everyone can suck my ass. But <laughs> like most of the other rants were god awful. Yeah. And didn't need to be put into the wild. In the wild. In the world. In your area. In your spies. Uh, anyway. That's it, guys. Um, Benches, stay tuned. The rest of you guys, we will see you 
next week. Uh, next time. You need to stop <laughs> stealing other people's fucking stuff. Sign offs. Bye. Bye. All right, y'all. I'm about to flex a muscle I haven't used in years. This is one of the first throwback binge times that we're doing right now. We had requested by fellow binge and fellow IRL friend Jason Gonzalez to do Simlish on this podcast one more time for the yes. binges. So that is what I'm doing today while Chris stares at me. Yeah. Because you can never do it. I can never do it. And honestly, it would just be very embarrassing to sit here and do that. Is that your most embarrassing Yeah, moment? honestly. I feel like I've tried to do Simlish before on this show and that probably <laughs> didn't work out too well. So take it away, Ruble. All right. We've got Angela Jenks or Anglanga Janique. <laughs> we've got Mercedes Kirk. How about you say the name and I Simlish it? That actually makes a lot more okay. fucking sense. We got Mercedes Kirk. Uh, Mirkudu Kirke. Are you sure that you want to do it this way? Because by the end of this, you might just not be able to spe- spike, speak I'm English anymore. I'm the one anymore. doing this simlish, and you're the one evaporating. <laughs> okay, we got Trisha. Uh, Turgorby. Michelle Lavoie. Michelle Lavoie. <laughs> That's actually like the same name. Lavari. Sure. Jesse Kermack. Chaga Serbadu. Jackie Goldfarb. Juke Gafab. Sarah Booth. Suru Buddha. Angelica <laughs> Feliz. So fucking horrible. Um, Angel Faladu. <laughs> Avery Hawkins. Um, Avar Hawkadu. <laughs> Emeretta Evans. Um, Emeretta Savansa. You know, when they're like angry. <laughs> it's like a spell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Emily Lopez. Uh, Emil Lapaz. Liz Fitzgerald. Luz. Uh, Fargo Snare. <laughs> Maya. Mute. <laughs> Hannah Barnard. Um, Hunter Barnadench. <laughs> Amy Fowler. Ama Faladu. Elizabeth Hensley. Aluz Hans Alange. <laughs> M. Corbeil. Here's a flirty one. Uh, Ian Kermina. <laughs> <laughs> Beboot McGee. Barboop, smurder. <laughs> like the nerdy fucking like sim. Yeah. Jackie Relahan. Anjuka Ralandan. Serena. Sermel. Maddie Davis. The one word ones are so <laughs> Um Mardo Dabe. Julia Shermer. Jula Shermdu. Allie Chandler. Or Charnel Darnch. Jess wanna... Monocle. Jason, please. Um, Jules um, Manigui. Taylor Sutton. Um, Taller Sundu. Joanna Tartaglini. Yawan Tartalgoo. Kim Vandersloos. I'm getting like a weird voice that's yeah, coming out of Yeah, you are. Um, Kama Vonderslocky. <laughs> Teak Phillips. Tugu Philoop. Chantal Piat. Shani Talafalapa. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sophie Jaramillo. Safa Jupatu. <laughs> Michelle Cox. Uh, Mishi Cock. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Mack. Uh, Robble McCaw. Gwen Stowe. Uh, Gwen Stonnell. <laughs> Kat Schultz. That's like an angry one. Um, Katsha. Jason Gonzalez. Oh, 
You're getting it. You're getting it. Jason Gonzalez. No, I'm just <laughs> Yes, Gonzo. <laughs> Jess Adams. Juice Adams. Daisy Blossom Dottie. Dorsal Blossledew. Sonia Vaz Brune. Sana Vazabru. Juanita Cara. Wanting Car. <laughs> Wanting Car. I want a car. Liz Holbrook. Uh, Liz Holbrook. Chloe Ireland. I don't know what that was. Uh, Kala Arland. Kaylin Whalen. Kaylin Whalen Dupe. Vlynn. Varno. And Mackenzie Knight. Muku Nudie. Holy fuck. And then the other beach bonches are... Goopy uh, Carbonara. We've got Tyler Malachi. Kalia Pollock. Alexa. Ishbel Mendez. And Allie Malone. And let me just say, soul soul to that bitch. (laughs) She did that. That takes me out. I don't know. Really just transports you. You actually have a plumb bob over your head right now. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) And I just burst into flames and yeah. the grim reaper is squeezy and yeah, it's all yeah, going it's down all, all perfect uh thank you all so much for supporting the show we will see you next week so so